What's up, guys? Nick O'Dwyer back with you for another episode of the 10th inning. Today's episode, I'm going to give you a quick recap of what happened in the two wildcard games, Rays versus Athletics and Brewers versus Nationals. Then I'm going to get into the juicy stuff, give you my LDS predictions. Who will be making it to the championship series in both respective leagues? First, let's start off with the wildcard matchups, Brewers versus Nationals. Both pitchers pitched a really good game in this game. Matt Scherzer didn't really look like typical Matt Scherzer, but he definitely looked better than he did while after he came back from injury. He really looked like a better pitcher from when he came back from injury, and it showed. He made it through some tough innings. He gave up a two-run home run in the first inning, solo in the next, made it through some tough times, looked good. However, Nationals were down 3-1 to one once Scherzer left the game. Brandon Woodruff, on the other hand, Brandon Woodruff looked great. He looked like he will be one of the top pitchers in the league when he's fully healthy, because we all know he wasn't fully healthy yet. He was good enough to start the game, but he wasn't quite there yet. So 3-1 when Woodruff and Scherzer left, we go into the bottom of the eighth inning, bases loaded, Hader hits a guy, walks a guy, gives up a hit, bases loaded. Then. Juan Soto comes up. Juan Soto drives the ball to right field. One run's definitely going to score. Possibly two runs are going to score. Trent Grisham overplayed the ball, though. Overran the ball. Ball went under his glove. Three-run score. That's how the game ends. Yeah, it was bottom eighth. Daniel Hudson came in in the ninth. Shut him down. That's how the game ended. Nationals move on to face the Dodgers. Now we go to last night's game. Oakland versus Tampa Bay. First batter of the game for Tampa Bay. Yandy Diaz. Boom. Home run. Razor up 1-0. Kind of looks like we're going to see another of what happened during the Brewers and Nationals. Okay, we start off hot. But can we keep it hot? Because that's what the Brewers weren't able to do. Yeah, it was a mistake in the outfield that cost them the game. But they couldn't keep the bats going. That's what the biggest problem was. Could the Rays overcome this? Well, yes, the Rays did overcome this. Charlie Morton, kind of like Matt Scherzer, pitched a good game, but not a great game. He was able to get through tough times, went five innings, and he got through when it mattered. The only run the Athletics scored was on an error by the third baseman, Marcus Simeon, most likely going to be a single, almost 99% going to be a single, throws it. Yandy Diaz couldn't pitch it out. And we all know Oakland has a large foul territory. Ball just went past. Simeon hustled his way around, got to third, next, next batter, run score. So, Athletics have their run, but the Rays just kept shrugging. Yandy Diaz hit another home run. Avaseo Garcia, Garcia hit a home run. Rays win 5-1. So, Rays are moving on to Houston to face the Astros in the LDS. Now let's get into my LDS predictions. I'm going to start with the NL predictions because the NL game is tonight. The NL games are tonight. First, we got the St. Louis Cardinals versus the Atlanta Braves. Then we got the Washington Nationals versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. So let's start off with the Cardinals versus the Braves. This will be a matchup of pitching, mainly, because... The Cardinals have one of the best pitching staffs in the whole MLB right now. 
it's shown in their final stats. They're in the top 10 of almost every pitching category you want. But the biggest thing with them is they're unproven in that category. Jack Flaherty, the main pitcher, just ridiculous second half of the season. He's unproven. He hasn't been there before. So how's he going to fare in this matchup? We have to wait to see. But Adam Wainwright's still there. We know. Andrew Miller out of the bullpen. They won't have Jordan Hicks because he's down on injury. But they still have a good team, good staff, good bullpen. Hitting-wise, they had to rely on Paul Goldschmidt for most of the season to do their do the chunk of the work. Yes, Paul DeYoung, Marcelo Zuna, they're still there. But they've had an abysmal last month of the season. So will it be able to turn around for them? I, I can't say. But they're going against an Atlanta staff who, a good staff, they weren't quite top 10 in the categories, but they were close. They were about 11, 12 in the MLB, fifth in the NL. So they still have a good pitching staff. You have possible NL candidate like NL Cy Young candidate like Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals in Mike Soroka for the Braves. Mike Soroka, hell of a rookie season this year. If it weren't for Pete Alonso blasting 53 home runs, Mike Soroka would be walking away with the NL rookie of the year. But he, Pete Alonso is still around, so Soroka won't be walking away with that. Either way, he had a good season. They have Julio Tehran if they need him. Dallas Keuchel, they have a good pitching staff. I'm not sure if it can match up to the Cardinals, but the Braves hitters are so much better. The Braves lineup is just amazing. They have three players in Josh Donaldson, Freddie Freeman, and Ronald Acuna Jr., who hit over 30 home runs this season and two of which hit over 100 RBIs in Acuna Jr. and Freeman. So, the Braves lineup from top to bottom, Mitch with power, speed, contact, you have everything you want in there. I don't think the Cardinals lineup will be able to match with this. I think the Cardinals will get one game in this series, but they won't draw to five. I'm saying Braves in four in the first series. Braves are moving on to the championship series. Now let's go to the Dodgers and Nationals. Dodgers and Nationals. Nationals, we all know how they won. They're riding high on momentum right now, which will fare them well against LA. Believe that. LA has the best home record in the whole MLB. They'll be they'll be home for three games if it goes past three games. Otherwise, they have the first two games. Both of these staffs have ridiculous starters. For the Nationals, you know they have Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin. For the Dodgers, you have Walker Bueller, Hunjin Ryu, Clayton Kershaw. This is a matchup of starters right now. It all really depends for me, how I look at it, how the Dodgers start off the series. They know Strasburg isn't going. They know Scherzer isn't going. So they're going against Patrick Corbin game one. They need to get an early lead in this series. The Nationals are riding high on momentum right now. They will ride that as long as they can. That's what the teams in the playoffs do. That's what the best playoff teams do. But will it be able to last? Because the Dodgers all around are great. Cody Bellinger, potential MVP for the Dodgers leading them. Obviously, he doesn't have the greatest statistics in the world when when comparing his final statistics to his April statistics. Because April... He was historically good, but he still has great numbers. Potential MVP. 
definitely MVP candidate. So you'll have to deal with him. You have Corey Seager, Max Muncy, Jock Peterson, all of them in the Dodgers lineup. However, the Nationals don't have a bad lineup either. You have Trey Turner, Brian Dozier, Juan Soto, and Anthony Rendon. The Nationals have a great lineup too. They'll be great offensively. This will be an offensive battle, but the pitchers are where it matters in this game. The Dodgers have to get the starters out of the game for the Nationals quickly. The Nationals have the worst bullpen ERA in the entire MLB, ranked 30th out of 30th. You need to get to the Nationals bullpen quick if you're going to do damage. I think they will be able to do damage, but I also think that Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, they all know what's at stake right now. They're trying to go as long as they possibly can. This game will go to five games. This series will go to five games. Dodgers are going to end up winning the series. They'll face Atlanta in the championship series. Now let's go over to the American League. In the first game tomorrow, we have the Rays versus the Astros. Astros have a juggernaut team. I mean, I can't really say anything else about them. They have one of the best lineups, best rotations in the whole MLB. How they didn't win more games, crazy to me, but they're still amazing all around. On the pick, you have three potential award winners on the Astros this well, four. I'm not going to count the person who doesn't win Cy Young. You have possible MVP, Alex Bregman, possible Cy Young in either Justin Verlander or Garrett Cole, and possible Rookie of the Year in Jordan Alvarez. What more can you want? What more can you say about the Astros lineup? Okay, well, I have something. You have you have Zach Granke on the mound. Chirinos behind the plate. Yuli Goriel on the side. Josh Reddick in the outfield. George Springer. Carlos Correa. Jose Altuve. You have a great team all around. I don't see how the Rays are going to match up with this. However, the Rays are riding high right now. They have the best bullpen. They have one of the best starter starting pitcher ERA in the league. They're not going to be as easy as it looks to get past. But I also don't think they're going to give up much of fight to the Astros because the Astros are just so darn good. On paper, the Astros will destroy this team. But this is why the game's not played on paper. I still think the Astros are going to win this series in three games. But don't count out the Rays. The Rays are a dangerous team. I know I'm counting out the Rays by saying three games for the Astros, but that's not any discredit to the Rays. I'm giving credit to the Astros right now for having such a good team. And they're going to have this team for a while. All of these players are young. Well, except for all the lineup players are young and on the team for a while. They're controlled by the team. The Rays, on the other hand, they're young they haven't spent a lot of money on this team. We don't know how they're going to turn out against one of the juggernauts in the MLB. I just don't see it happening. You already used Charlie Morton in the wild card, so you're not going to have him for game one. If you have him for game two, that means you possibly have him for game five if it reaches game five, but I don't think it will. Astros in three. Let's move on to my favorite matchup out of these out of these division series matchups. Twins versus Yankees. This is a matchup between two of the best offenses in the league, bar none. Home run record setters, 
Twins 308, Yankees right behind them at 307. This will be one of the best series of the whole playoffs, I think. Now, the Yankees, they had an incredible season dealing with a lot of injuries. Aaron Judge went down. Giancarlo Stanton went down. Luis Severino went down. Domingo Herman not on the team right now for domestic violence. They're looking into it. So, how are the Yankees going to cope? Well, other than Herman, they have everyone back. They have, they are at full strength. They need their pitchers to do well. They need Severino to be Severino. They need Masahiro Tanaka to look like what he did when he came over to the league. They need James Paxton to be the James Paxton from Seattle. He can't be just an average pitcher anymore. They need him to be great. On the other hand, though, you have one of the best offenses in the league. Jorge Polanco, Eddie Rosario, Miguel Sano, Nelson Cruz, Max Kepler. You're great offensively for the Twins. You know you're going to be able to hit for power in a small ballpark in New York and at home like you've been doing all season. It relies on pitching for them as well. But pitching, they may have one of the most underrated pitching staffs in the whole MLB right now. Jose Barrios, Jake Odorizzi. I mean, they're those are just two players of it. But they are a great pitching staff. No, no one really stands out to you when you look at it. Maybe Michael Pineda because Michael Pineda has been a very good pitcher in the past. But no one really stands out as their best pitcher. But they're all consistent. They are very consistent, which the Yankees are not. Yankees, when their pitchers are on, man, they're really good. When James Paxton is on, great pitcher. When Tanaka's on, great pitcher. When Severino's on, one of the best pitchers in the league. But they're inconsistent. That's what we'll have to deal with. We know the Yankees are a great team offensively. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Didi Gregorius, Edwin Encarnacion, Aaron Hicks, they have Gary Sanchez. They have power throughout the lineup. They have all the power you need. And this will be a series determined on power. It might not work out this way, but I think whoever hits the most home runs in this series will win the series. And even though the Yankees are the higher-seeded team in this series, I have to give this one to the boys from Minnesota. Minnesota in four games. Now, I'm not even going five games in this one. Minnesota in four games. They're going to end this at their home field. I think they're going to play the Astros in the championship series. But either way, this series will be my favorite. I'm going to love to watch this series. For the 10th inning, Nico Dwyer, see ya.